relationship with Chicago. But one thing I can say is that it gets a bad rap because not everyone here is bad. And then this segregation, it's only here in Chicago the way that it is to this day. And Martin Luther King even said it during when he was here in Marquette. This is the most, and people that live here, they don't get it, but outsiders, it's strange to us. Yeah. From Harold Washington to Harold's Chicken and everything in between and beyond, sociology is the exploration of Chicago culture, history, legends, stories, and fiction through a myriad of discussions with Chicagoans themselves. What's up, everybody? It's Twitter's Taylor back again with another episode of Sociology. This is another SAT edition, Sociology Awareness Test. This week is the 103rd remembrance of the Chicago race riot, and it was one of the most darkest periods in Chicago history. But a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people don't know when it happened. So I went to the streets of Bronzeville to ask a few residents if they knew about the Chicago race riot. This is what they had to say. All right, can you tell us your name and what part of Chicago you're from? Marquisha, I'm from the west side. You're from the west side? I'm from the west side. What part out west? North Avenue. Okay, you a long way from North Avenue. Yeah. Okay, so do you know when the Chicago race riot was? When? No, I don't. You don't know when? Mm-mm. Okay. All right, sir, can you tell me your name and what part of Chicago you from? My name is Billy Brown. I'm from the Bronzeville, Chicago. Bronzeville, Chicago, born and raised? Yes. Okay, perfect. So you know when the Chicago race riot was? Wow. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not f familiar with that. Nah? No. Brandon, what part of the city are you from? I'm from the south side of Chicago. South side where at? Uh, right there on the 103rd. 103rd? Okay, yeah. all right. Second question, Brandon. Do you know what year the Chicago race riot was? I'm going to say 1966. 1966? Okay, it was a riot around that time, but that's not the Chicago race riot. Sir, can you tell us your name and what part of Chicago you're from? I'm Ronaldo Webb, and I'm the north side of Chicago. North side of Chicago? Yeah. Okay, um, are you familiar with the Chicago race riot? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Do you know what year it was? Um, I can't recall, but I believe it, as you said, 1919. What year? 1919. 1919, correct. And do you know what day it started? Um, if memory serves me correct, I, I know that it could be different, but they talked about Bloody Sunday. And I don't know if that's the same one, but it was on a Sunday. Is, am I correct? July 27, 1919. Okay, well, I, I just recall that there's a, an event they call it Bloody Sunday, and that's why I was thinking it was. Correct, correct. Now, like Ronaldo said at the top of the episode, Chicago was extremely segregated, but it was never formal. It wasn't a law. It was one of those what's understood don't have to be explained type of situations. You know what I'm saying? Now, back in the day, we had the 26th and the 29th Street beaches. They don't exist anymore because the shoreline has changed. The closest you can get is the 31st Street Beach. But nonetheless, the 26th Beach, the 26th Street Beach, I'm sorry, was the Black Chicagoans Beach, and the 29th Street Beach was the White Chicagoans Beach. I talked about this briefly on episode 49 of Sociology, Chicago. When you get a chance, go listen to that episode. But the story is, on the 26th Street Beach, you had Eugene Williams and his friends. They had made a raft. And they drifted a little too far to 29th Street for the white Chicagoans liking. So they started throwing rocks at him. One of the rocks hit Eugene in the head. He drowned. Now, obviously, the black beachgoers wanted justice. But when the Chicago Police Department showed up, they didn't arrest anybody. The only person they arrested was a black man that day, actually, as a matter of fact. That's when all hell and chaos broke out. And that's why Ronaldo called it Bloody Sunday, because that's what it's known as. July 27th, 1919 was Bloody Sunday, because that's when pure chaos occurred. You had a lot of white gangs, particularly Irish gangs from Bridgeport. They called them athletic clubs, but make no mistake, these was gangs. 
The Hamburg Athletic Club was in the vanguard of the destruction. They invaded the Black Belt. They invaded Bronzeville. They burned down homes. They stoned black people in the streets. They stoned black people as they was coming home from work. They stoned black people just for the sake of stoning black people because they were so angry. And that's why you had so many black people in Bronzeville, in the Black Belt, banding together with guns, with anything they can arm themselves with, Molotov cocktails to defend their families, to defend their communities, to defend their neighbors, and to defend Bronzeville and the Black when it was all said and done, they say 38 people were killed, most of whom were black. But what's so alarming is over 2,000 homes were destroyed. 2,000 black families in the black belt were homeless as a result of the destruction and the violence. Now, it's crazy because the mayor of Chicago at the time, William Hale Thompson, they called him Big Bill. This dude's ego was so huge that he didn't even want the governor of Illinois at the time, Frank Loudon, to send in the National Guard. He waited four days from July 27th all the way up to July 31st to allow the governor to send in the Illinois National Guard. And it was at that point when the violence and the destruction finally started to calm down and be quelled. It's insane, man. And because of the Chicago race riot in 1919, that's why you have even firmer and stricter segregation to this day. It was after that when racial covenants were put in place to keep black folks out of certain neighborhoods. That's why when you go in the south side of Chicago, black neighborhoods are predominantly black and white neighborhoods are predominantly white. When you go on the west side of Chicago, white neighborhoods are predominantly white and black neighborhoods are predominantly black. When you go on the north side of Chicago, you have majority white neighborhoods and you have a few black neighborhoods. When you go to the suburbs, south or west, you have predominantly black suburbs and you have predominantly white suburbs. These were strengthened and heavily enforced as a result of the Chicago race riot. And what else do we have as a result of the Chicago race riot of 1919? Mayor William Hale Thompson, Big Bill Thompson, went on to be mayor again. Governor Frank Loudon got the projects named after him, Loudon Homes in Princeton Park. And then that Hamburg Athletic Club that I talked about out of Bridgeport, that Irish gang, there was a member in that gang by the name of Richard J. Daly. He would go on to become the longest tenured mayor in Chicago history until his son, Richard M. Daly, passed them up and took that title in the 90s and the 2000s. This is the result of the Chicago race riot of 1919. So July 27th to August 3rd is the official start and end dates. But in between those dates, let's think about the horror. Let's think about the terror. Let's think about the distress, the anxiety, the stress, and the worry that black Chicagoans had to endure as a result of racism, as a result of hatred, as a result of injustice. And the egos that was involved for all the white politicians during that time and after that time to, to enforce and instill stricter laws to keep black folks in certain areas and away from certain resources and opportunities. So yeah, the Chicago race riot of 1919 was a centerpiece of the red summer of 1919. Let's not forget, let's continue to remember, and let's continue to do what we can do to alleviate the oppression and the racism in our communities and in this country. If you enjoyed this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on right now, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, etc., leave a five-star review and a comment. Let us know what you think. And don't forget to subscribe to our sister podcast, Mogul Motivation, from True Stories Media.